Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071, a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts, Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming where available. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me, to just ride an elevator up and down and up and down. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Alexis Thompson. Bye! <laughs> good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Money. Good morning, Holly Roberts. Oh, good morning, Jason and Alexis. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, January 26, 2023. Here are the days you should be celebrating. Ooh. It's cl- uh, welcome to Clashing Clothes Day. Welcome to International Customs Day. Welcome to National Green Juice Day. Welcome to National Peanut Brittle Day. Welcome to Spouses Day. Be nice to your spouse today. Welcome to Todd Hollow Day of Encouragement Day. And welcome to your very first sip of coffee. Cheers. Let's start the show. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Yes. Yes. I want to go to there. Yeah, Yeah. we do too, Liz. We do too. Mm. Where do we want to go? We want to go to there. I want to go to there. That's right. I don't know where there is, but I want to go to there. We don't care where it is. We want to go to there. Oh, um, we have liftoff. We have liftoff. I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the positive. Okay. Um, yesterday I told you at this exact time, on this exact show, 24 hours ago, that I had a baking disaster, um, with this cake I've been trying to perfect. And it's one of those things, it's a personality tick for me. If I get something in my melon, I got to do it. And I got to kind of perfect it. And I got to do it. And mm-hmm. I, I got to, you know what I mean? And I got to do it almost oh. now. You know, I got to oh, I get like, that way with art projects, you know. Do you? Crafting. Oh, yeah. If I see something, a crocheted or knit, knitted something, yeah. like, oh, I got to figure that out. Oh, nice. I so did it's not... the same thing, yeah. Okay. And then once I get it done, then, you know, I just want to mass produce them. Okay. Oh, that's... I, I used to did... be like that with origami. 
Of course you did. Yeah, I learned how to make a Santa boot, and I guess my mom bought a whole bunch of paper for me, and I stayed up that whole night, and when she came to get me in the morning, I was just surrounded by hundreds of Santa boots that I folded all night long. (laughs) And I'm still like that. (laughs) If I could, this job gets in the way, you know? I know. Out of the hundred years we've been together, I never knew that. I don't, That's, I don't think I, I've ever shared that. <laughs> I don't think you've ever shared that, Lex. We've been together 115 years, and I've never... Uh... That's fantastic. But <laughs> my I'm point, glad to know my, that you're... My no, point I'm... is, I get it. I get yes. it, yes. You're with me. You yes, get it. Yes, you're Holly, like that you... with cooking and baking. Yes. Holly, are you like that in any way? Before I continue? Not really, no. so I'm going to oh, honor okay. both of you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Really quick, if you didn't listen to the, the show yesterday, and I don't know why you wouldn't, but anyway, we're, we're not going to hold it against you. But Lori Bargini told me about this damn cake in Hawaii. Because, you know, my love of Hawaii, it's all Lori's fault. If I'm going to go back one more step, it's all Lori's fault. Lori basically planned my honeymoon. Um, she sent me to Waikiki, and she told me about the Royal Hawaiian, which is now one of my favorite places on the planet. Well, yeah, and then she, she knows everything about it. She knows everything about it. Yeah. So she guided. I mean, she basically was our travel agent uh, when we got married. And she told me back then, so it's been nine years, because Colin and I have been together. We've been married uh, nine years this year. And uh, she told me, she goes, oh, you got to go, and you got to go to the Hawakalani, which is this famous uh, hotel, resort, beautiful property. Uh, and you got to go to their bakery and or you got to go to the hotel and get their coconut cake. Ooh. And what makes this coconut cake special, like I, I talked about Ina Garten's cake. The What makes the Hawakalani cake special. And by the way, there's a visual backup to this as I'm speaking. I've put all of this on my Instagram. Oh. Um, uh, so if you would like to I look at it as as I speak. Um, and by the way, Holly, I hope you don't mind that I'm uh, t- telling tales out of school, but uh, my video made uh, Holly a little randy this morning. Oh, just a little. Just, just a touch. A little oh, yeah, really? Little, just touch. She's a little hand, a little randy today. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, but, um, but you can go to Jason Matheson on Instagram, follow okay. me, and then hit my stories. Hit oh. my stories. Oh, there it is. And you will see I'm it. Going there now. Be back so, in five. Oh, thanks. Okay, Holly. We'll, we'll, we'll is it man because the Because it's moist? I think so. There's that word. Now you're making, now you're really driving Holly crazy. Um, so this cake, the difference, Lex, and my talkers, is the, the, the secret is in the middle. And uh. the middle is the coconut pastry cream. Oh, Every bit of that, Alexis, I'm proud to say, and I have such pride. Look, I, I'm proud of our show. I love when we craft like a great show. I get such pride in the same with the TV show. But there's something special with baking that I love, too. Yum. I... Every inch of that is homemade. I made the the whipped cream frosting. I made the pastry cream, and I made a homemade cake. Like, no mix here, girl. No mix here. Yum. Uh, so the secret is that pastry, that coconut pastry cream in the middle. So you do, like, a nine-inch cake. You split it in the middle, and then you put that pastry cream in the middle. And then whipped cream it, and then you put coconut. So there's coconut on the icing, and there's coconut in that middle layer. After the disaster that I had over the weekend or on, on Tuesday, I am proud to tell you it's almost perfect. Oh, I did it in my second try. Yum. That is amazing. How do you even make the middle? What, what is that process like? Okay. Here's where I'm going to say this is like 
This is a respect to all of you bakers out there. Yeah. All of you bakers that you work at Cub, you work at a, you know, like a boutique bakery. I applaud you. And I really do mean that. I'm not being sarcastic or I really do mean that. It is such a damn art. I mean, it is, it, it, it's like a, you got to get everything right. You got to know terms. You know, got to know when to fold. Like Kenny Rogers, uh-huh. you got to know uh, how to fold we'll stuff. Hold them and hold them. Hold them, Lex. But well, that baking pa- is a science, though. You have it's it's actually that combo of art and science. Yes, and Lex, you know I'm not good at math and science, so oh. it's amazing that I know how to do this. <laughs> I actually almost called you yesterday to try to convert ounces <laughs> into cups for me. So anyway, I can help with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I almost did call you. Uh, Siri was no help. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But no, that that pastry cream you got to boil. Uh, you got to boil milk and a little bit of vanilla extract, and then you got to temp. Then, then, then there's like an egg mixture that you got to temper by pouring a little bit of the hot mixture into that. Anyway, it is a process. Yeah. And then, you, then you got to stir until it thickens. Then you got to put saran wrap on the top of it so the a skin doesn't form. It is it it is time it's consuming. It's a lot. Can you make but, another one with more layers? Sure. For you? Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> oh no, because Lex. I think okay, of a so coconut here's... cake, and I I don't know why. And maybe this is because you know I had that coconut cake in uh, Charleston that everyone kept keeps talking about from that hotel, and and it had like six layers of cake. Yep. I don't know if the Hawaiian coconut cake was the same way, but. Uh, Alexis, it would be my pleasure, and I mean this because the one other thing that I learned, uh-huh. and and so now this is in my brain again, so I have to make another one. Oh, you're welcome. I do know I'm, I'm serious. I got to make another one. And okay. I, knowing me, and I'm going to be home alone tonight, oh. uh, Colin has plans. Perfect. Um, I, and now I'm obsessed because all you bakers out there, I did not realize. Now, hang with me. Now, this is, I'm getting a little inside baseball, but... I've learned something, so I would like you to learn something. You, you, the, the, the cake is a sponge, sponge. So there's no butter. It's egg whites that you whip up like a meringue. Yeah. Well, Alexis, I, I didn't carefully fold the whipped meringue into the batter. I, I, it was a little too aggressive. So my cake was a little flatter than it Ah, should be. Okay. So last night. I was up. This is no joke. I was up to this is see you're you're getting an insight into my brain. I'm obsessed. I was up till about 1115 watching every Baker YouTube uh, uh, post about how to fold and how to carefully incorporate meringue into a batter. I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a nut. I have no life. But anyway, so I now know how to do it. Yes. Carefully, I know a technique now. Okay. So I have to remake it, and when I do, I will drop some off at my talk so we can have a taste test. <gasps> so not a taste test, but so you two, we can yes. talk about it. It's content and a gift. Amen. <laughs> oh, I Con- love it. I'm glad yeah. we be a receptacle for any of your baking experiments. Perfect. Time. Yes. <laughs> Just, we're the guinea pigs. Yeah. yeah. And and again, I say this like look, it's like a we're not a cooking show. But all of this leads to me telling all of you that do this for a living, I mad respect. I mean, we we oh, bow yes. a mad respect mm-hmm. because it really is. It's it's an art. So I'm I I'm never gonna look at a pastry case again the same way because 
Yeah. Anyway. Oh, oh man. And yeah. the cake that I tried, it's in Charleston, South Carolina at oh, Peninsula yeah, Grill. It's 12 layers of coconut cake. Divine. Okay, girl, I'm not going to do 12. I probably yeah. will get you. <laughs> Lex, I'll get you about three. Okay, well, I'll get you about three. This is the ultimate coconut cake. <laughs> yeah, okay. It weighs 12 pounds when you get the full oh, cake. Oh, girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mine weighs maybe two pounds. Well, that's okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little oh light gosh. and airy on this one. Light <laughs> yeah. and airy. Oh, I can't wait to try it. Yeah, I can't wait for you guys to try it. I'm so proud of it. I gave a slice to Jeff, uh, executive like this one, and he's like, oh, my God, Jace. It, this is... And well, Lori knows. Hashtag Lori's right. Yeah. Lori's right as usual. It's it is. It's a damn good cake. Sounds um, like a light like, and fluffy one, which is yes. great. Again, this is the Hawakalani mm-hmm. uh in Oahu in, in uh by Waikiki. And that's the cake we've been talking about. If you just tuned in, you can go to their uh their website. Actually, Lex, I'll send you a link. Yeah, my I'll talker, put that link up. Yeah. Uh my talker actually sent me the exact link. From the hotel, the official Ooh, recipe. Perfect. So I'll, yes. s- I'll send that to you right now. Okay. We're gonna t- we're gonna take a break, dear friends. When we come back, Fireball is being sued. Why? Alexis will tell you next. Hi, everybody. It's Jace for Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Run red this weekend because they are the place for a fabulous brunch. Did you know? I mean, I spend so much time talking about their burgers and their happy hour and that cheese board. I haven't told you lately about their fabulous brunch. So head to Red Cow or Red Red Rabbit for brunch this weekend. You know you're gonna go. You know you're looking for a great brunch place. Well, we have it. Uh, The brunch flight is amazing. That's right, they have a flight. Cold brew, a mimosa, Bloody Mary, and uh, another cocktail available in one flight, available only at brunch, Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 2. 10 to 2. It's like a brunch happy hour. So when you're looking for some place to go this weekend for brunch, go to Red Cow and Red Rabbit. For an entire menu, go to redcowmn.com or redrabbitmn.com. Bradley here with my friend. And Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming on our my talk app. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly on this Thursday, January 26th. Leads perfectly. Uh, I made a little mistake in my red cow ad there. I said the brunch flight for their brunch, which I love. Not just a wine flight, but they have a brunch flight. They have their house nitro cold brew, mimosa, bloody Mary and a beer. From Odell, I said, and a another cocktail. Um, because I couldn't, my eyes were a little blurry, and I couldn't read that last uh, the last offering. So yeah, you get a beer and cold brew, mimosa, and a Bloody Mary. Oh man, red cow. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Wow. Saturday and Sunday from 10 to 2 for their brunch. So Just a little shot of them? A little shot, five ounces. All right. It's a good idea. You know, all of those are like a great, you know, you a little espresso, a little, little cold brew, little brew brew. 
A little mim- yeah. uh, mimosa, a little Bloody Mary. It's a great like a idea. A little bite in between. Exactly. Huh. Speaking of liquor, yeah. what's happening with Fireball? Oh my gosh, they're being sued, guys. Oh my. And it's for the little mini bottles of Fireball Cinnamon. I- do you guys like Fire? Oh, you wait, Jace, I- you don't love it. I do not like it because, yes. yeah. Uh, because of I- your history with yes. cinnamon-flavored items. 21st birthday, I downed a bottle of Aftershock, and I ate the crystals out of the bottom of the bottle, and I vomited. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. 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 Oh. That doesn't quite leave you. No, no ever. <laughs> oh, memories ever. I can't even. Yeah, I can't even <laughs> smell big red gum. So. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Holly, are you a Fireball fan? Or? I, yeah. I am not a Fireball fan. Oh, okay. No. Ooh, I guess I'm the only one. I, you I, are, Lexi. I have some I know, on Friday that's night. Right. Yeah. Um... Well, I guess uh, the little mini bottles, and mm-hmm. I just thought it was like just spacing on the label. So the little mini bottles say Fireball Cinnamon, but on the bigger bottles it says Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. And I think this might be the catch that the company says, well, you can't expect whiskey in it because it doesn't say whiskey. That's exactly what the lawsuit is about, that the little mini bottles don't actually contain whiskey at all. <laughs> Okay, I get it, but can you imagine the effort? You know what I mean. The person that's suing them—that's yeah. a lot of effort just because you didn't get a little whiskey in your one ounce Fireball bottle. Well, it I is deceptive. I it think is. it is. Yeah, yes. because yeah. you know you, it, it has the same label, it just doesn't have whiskey. And their whole thing is is that well, we capture the essence <laughs> of, oh, okay. ball, of no. the Fireball whiskey, but. There's no actual whiskey in it. So they should be more clear about that. Um, and, and it could be a money grab as well. Who knows? But, um, you know, hopefully they'll change that and, uh, you know, put the same stuff in the bottles. You think that would be more work? Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Did you know that was a thing no. as a fan of? No, no, not at all. If if I see a baby bottle of booze, I just assume there's going to be booze in that baby bottle of booze. Exactly, because it just looks like the mini version of the bigger bottle. Yeah. Actually, they have a really fun Valentine. I don't know if they're going to do it again this year, but a friend gave me. It was like a Valentine heart, you know, with the chocolates, yeah. the cardboard boxes. When you open it, it's all little fireball <laughs> mini bottles, nips in there. Really? Yes. <laughs> that was well, fun. It's, it's it, tasted, it tasted like there was some whiskey in there, but... Yeah, not good. My, so we'll see what happens with that. But just just so you know, if you've got those mini bottles, might not be whiskey in there. Um, you're the second friend in my life that loves the Fireball. Our mutual <laughs> our mutual friend. I've referenced her many many times over the years. Uh, hey hey Haley. Oh yeah, uh, she Haley does. Hurst. Oh, yeah, yeah, in L.A. She loves it. And my favorite. <laughs> she'll just order it on ice. You know, she'll do a double and she'll just get it on ice oh, and wow. just kind of sip it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when, and when Haley's feeling it, you know it because she'll order multiple, multiple rounds of it. <laughs> so my favorite time with Fireball and her, uh, somebody was treating us. It was myself and Colin, Lisa LaCourcier. Oh, it was Colin's birthday and we were in Vegas and we were at the Bellagio. And Haley wanted to take Colin out to a fancy little caviar lunch. Ooh. Yeah, because there's a, a place that Haley took us in Beverly Hills um, called Petrosian. It's a famous brand of caviar. So we're at Petrosian. It's very bougie, girl. It's very bougie. Very fancy. I um, mean, we're sitting there and all of us, the server comes around. She goes, hello, welcome to Petrosian. 
what can we get for you to start with your cocktails? And Colin goes, you know, I'll take a, a martini straight up, little dry, blue cheese olives. And then Lisa goes, I'll take a Tito soda lime. She comes to me. I said, I'll take a Tito soda lime. And, it, and Lex reminds me of you in Dallas because it gets to Haley. And she goes, <laughs> I'll take a double fireball on the rocks, please. <laughs> and I'm yes. like, it's like all of these like classy, you know, Petrosian <laughs> beverage, all of these like, and then. Haley's straight out of like a townie bar. You know, she's like, double fireball, please. <laughs> and I'm like, God, Haley, I love you. I love you so much. But it reminds me of, of <gasps> you, Alexis, in Dallas when, Holly, oh. you've heard that story, haven't you? No. Oh, God, really quick. I have, I let me see, I have 40 seconds. Lex and I were in Dallas, and she had just taken, she had just tried bourbon basically for the first time in her life. Mm. So that night, the the network throws us a party. And we're at this dinner and there's like other journalists and we're at this fancy like library speakeasy thing. Mm. And again, the server goes around and everyone's like, Chardonnay, please. I'll take a glass of Pinot Grigio. I'll take, um, do you have a Merlot? Yes. Okay. I'll take a Merlot. Um, I'll take a vodka soda. And it gets to Alexis. Do you remember what you ordered, Jason? No. A Cosmo. Oh yeah. Cosmo. Yeah. And then it gets to Alexis. Alexis last and she was bourbon, please. And I look at him like, who the hell are you? Yeah, you just, I want a bourbon and branch. Just bourbon and branch. Bourbon and branch. Which oh, branch yeah. is just water. We learned, yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing, again, Lex had tried it basically for the first time four uh, hours before then. I'm a believer. Bourbon. Still am. Yeah. Still am all these years later. Bourbon. Bourbon. Bourbon and branch. And then they come, they look at me, Cosmo's for you? I'm like, no, no, that's for him. That's for him, I know. <laughs> that's why oh, I wanted to make sure what you ordered too, because it was so funny. Thank you for being afraid. And now, a golden moment with the Golden Girls. I'll never forget the time they sang at our annual talent show right after the herring juggling act. You mean to tell me that somebody actually juggled herring? No! It was the herring who did the juggling. <laughs> Tiny little Ginsu knives. Really very dangerous. I mean, one false move, they could have filleted themselves. Thank you. This has been a golden moment with the Golden Girls. <laughs> Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Everything entertainment, everything pop culture. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly. Thanks for your attendance. Holly has marked you down as present. Thank Woo-hoo! you. Yeah. Right? You have it's a perfect. Done. Is it almost? Oh, it is Thursday. It's Holy Thursday. crap. Yeah. Thursday. Mm. Oh, Remember, geez, you know what? Oh, oh what, Lex? No, go I'm ahead. just thinking about whiskey. Okay, um, go ahead. Aren't so- we all? <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the end of the week, aren't we all? Yeah. Speaking yeah. of, you know, uh-huh. how we were just talking about Fireball and those many bottles might not have any whiskey in it. I tried yeah. another whiskey on Friday oh. uh, called Screwball. It's a peanut butter whiskey. If any of you have tried that, I'm going to name it as Ab Fab. You don't think peanut butter and whiskey <gasps> would taste good together, but it almost had like a Bailey's creamy flavor. Oh, really? So good. Yes. And I guess there's a lot of peanut butter whiskeys out there, but uh, the person um, who, who shared it, I guess she's tried them all. And she says the screwball <laughs> is the best. Screw, screw with a K. Yeah, screw with a K. Do you just drink it on the rocks straight yeah. up? Yeah. 
Yeah. Just follow up question. Yeah, or just straight. She had in in her uh, her freezer, and we all just took a little swig, and wow, <laughs> as one nice. does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As one flex. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm so glad you just drink it. <laughs> it's not very like Straight COVID out. safe and uh, but no, know. but you know, as one We're does, okay, it's going in the freezer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a little salty, a little sweet. Uh, it was it was very nice. I'd never tried a peanut butter whiskey before. Has anyone tried this? Tweet us or call yeah, us. No, it's screwball. See, I don't like whiskey, but the peanut butter. You could yeah. make it. Uh, I love peanut butter, so that would that would make it. I'm. I don't like brown. I do not enjoy the brown liquor. So yeah, that's right. And I thought I would grow into it, but no. Yeah. No, I don't like it. I still don't like it. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, not at all. No. I like no. it all once in a while. You know, I don't drink that much, but no you know. cheap date. Lex oh, is a cheap absolutely. Date. Yeah, I was like, oh, a little fireball, a little screwball. Mm-hmm. And Alexis was dancing in the living room. That's, that's right. right. May or may not have pants on. <laughs> yeah. That's karaoke. Holly, this is something I, I probably did know, but I forgot. Do you enjoy a cocktail or do you not drink? Or I don't know that about you. I drink lightly. Lightly? Yeah, Every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. Right okay. now, if I'm going to have hard liquor, it's going to be tequila. Mm. girl. Yeah. My favorite drink right now is a ranch water. Oh. Yeah. What ranch is that? water. A ranch water. Write that down, Lex. Yeah. Very yeah. simple. Very simple. Before I go to the phones. Yeah. Okay. It's just tequila. You got to get high quality tequila. Okay. Nice okay. top shelf. Topo Chico mineral water. Ooh. Has to be Topo Chico. Plain. Oh. Okay. And a little a little bit of lime juice. Fresh lime. Just twist it. Pour it together. Ah. <gasps> Yum. Okay. I, I want to try that. I do, I do enjoy the tequila. I've got a bunch of that Topo Chico in my fridge. Colin but does. Not, but it's not just, it's all, it's flavored. Yeah. Colin does. Oh, he's going to kill me. Uh-oh. I can't remember it. Well, the Brits are British friends, and uh, Disney started serving this to him, at, on the, or started him on this when we went on the cruise. It's uh, tequila soda and a splash of pineapple. Tequila soda. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Um, I think I got that right. It's, it is. It is delightful. A splash of pineapple, not too much. Ooh. So tequila, soda, splash of pineapple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To keep oh. it simple. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple, not too much. Yep. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Welcome to Liquor in the Morning. What's going on? Uh... <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just have to share this. Peanut butter whiskey, you want to yeah. pour it over ice cream? <gasps> what? And if you would, if you like, like Reese's peanut butter cups, you yes, add a little chocolate syrup, and then add the peanut butter whiskey. Shannon, you've just changed my life. And Lex. in the summertime, if you want to blend it, like in a tiki bar type fun drink, yeah. it's really good too. Oh. oh, Shannon, we need to hang out with you. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime. You're so my kind, you're our kind of girl, Shannon. I love it. <laughs> Shannon just gave us 18 ways to use peanut butter whiskey. Yeah. I love it. At 6.30 in the morning. Thank you, Shannon. Let's go to Julie next. Oh, that sounds so good. Mm. Julie, welcome to Liquor in the Morning. Uh, <laughs> have you tried this peanut butter whiskey? Oh, yeah. In fact, <laughs> my favorite one is they take peanut butter whiskey, Bailey's, and 1919 Ripper. <gasps> Just like a Ripper float. It's amazing. Poured over ice. Oh, so good. You should see Alexis. She's literally... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Julie... 
I'm doing this. Let's it, try that so root beer good. one. Yeah, I get it at Mana Brewing in Shakopee, but so oh, good, so okay. good. Well, because it, it does have a like like a Bailey's quality, like a creamy. So combined, yum. Okay, yeah. okay. And I'm not I'm not a whiskey person at all, so yeah. I was like, oh, we'll take a we'll take a little try. Oh, but yeah, so I good. Was, I was going to ask you, Julie, because you just heard me. I don't like it. You're not. You're not either, and you still like this. Oh no! Oh no! I don't like whiskey at all. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was, yeah, I was, I was just really, you know, I was like, oh, the beer float. I'll try it. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Oh, we love it. Divine. Thank you, Julie. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Oh, thank you. You guys, you guys will like this. I, I Even though I know you're not big on whiskey. Geez. No, but both of those. Yeah. I mean, we like mixing things. I mean, hello. What do we like in our coffee? What do you like in your coffee? Bourbon. Bourbon. That's right, JR. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's Ooh, right, put it in hot chocolate with some caramel liquor. And texted us about that. Oh, ooh, she just we discovered Screwball too. We have some bartender drink uh, listeners this morning. Oh, liquor in the morning. Colette wrote, "I hate peanut butter. I hate whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I love Screwball whiskey." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, she'll, uh, another Darcy she wrote that she keeps it in the freezer. Thank yeah, you. That's what my friend did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Julie writes into us via our show page, mix it with grape schnapps and you got a PB and J. <gasps> oh, that go. Can I tell you oh. that goes to, I love this. It's like a food half hour, but this, <laughs> so this leads perfectly. Do you know there is a shake at, um, the tune in lounge at the, uh, at Disney world at uh, Hollywood studios their biggest selling shake, it's like a legend, is a peanut butter and jelly shake. And at first that sounded really gross to me because it sounded really overly sweet. Yeah. It is not. Ooh. It is really good. And people come into this bar just now. They don't sell them anymore there at the bar. You got to get sit down at the restaurant. But people come in just for the PB&J shake. They are, it's good. I mean, oh, we'll just oh. think about it. It's peanut butter. Peanut butter and ice cream and a hint of jelly. Come on. Yeah. Oh, wrong that. Go wrong. Oh, Ooh, uh, man. Panda is loving our new segment, Liquor in the Morning. Um, <laughs> she, thinks we, open. <laughs> she thinks we should change it, though, to Liquor in the Morning, Lover in the Evening. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Panda, Holly will op- uh, order an open from Rocco right away. Thank you for that, sure uh, Panda. Yeah. Liquor in the morning. In the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and we got fun. I can hear Kathy. Let's Holly. Oh. Can we get Kathy Lee to sing oh that for us? Can gosh. you email Kathy Lee? Oh yeah, sure. You know she's not busy. She should she's not busy. Out. No. She's in Nashville. She's she. I, we know her. She knows us. Yeah. She, she'll sing that. We just want that line. Just ask her for one line. Liquor in the morning. Lover in the evening. Ain't we got fun? That's all we want from her. It'll take her seven seconds. I love it. Oh, that's good, though. I love now. All I'm thinking about is that root beer. I'm all I'm I'm thinking of that root beer mixture that Julie told us about. And Bailey's both. Yeah. Yum. Oh, so good. Guys, what are we doing tonight? (laughs) Dessert is just so wonderful. It is. It is quite delightful. Mm. It really, really is. You know what else is delightful? What's that, Jace? Listener rewards. Yeah. That's right. 
and got it. What do we got? <laughs> we got oh, wait. solicitor rewards. Nope, not today. Forget what? I mentioned that. <laughs> it's not in my liners today. Oh, I'm not. learning something live on the air again. <laughs> you always love when I do that. Yep. Hey, guys, but instead I'm going to tell you about seniors. Oh, tell us. Yes. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> my talk is celebrating our seniors on Valentine's Day. We're partnering with uh, Friends Co., formerly Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly, to collect and gather valentines. If you're a teacher with a class or an office with a big heart and you want to share, do it as a project and send us your valentines. Send your valentine to my talk by February 8th, and we'll prepare them, and Friends and Co. will get them delivered. Help my talk spread some love to seniors in the Twin Cities this year for Valentine's Day. For more info, go to mytalk1071.com. Enter keyword Valentine's for more. Pamela Anderson stops by Howard Stern when we come back. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Caribbean's fabulous. Every island has its own personality, its own flavor. But the place I like best of all, and I'm sure you will too, is right on board my ship, the Superliner Celebration. They can see you now out on a bunch of cruise. Eating fancy food and doing what you choose. I'd like your friends back home to get a good look at the first great carnival cruise that you took. All I can say is, wow, hey, look at where you are. Tonight you're living, wow, just like a movie star. What a fun share, holy cow. they never believe it if your friends could see you now out on a bunch of cruise. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Oh, Kathy Lee. We love you. You're dancing. Yeah. Twirling. I kept waiting to see her when I took my first cruise last July. It's like every time I got into a deck, I just wanted to start. I just thought she'd be right around the corner. But a lash. Just creep, there. creeping. Hi. I mean, it's kind of problems. Lee. Yeah. Where's Kathy Lee? I was I was promised Kathy Lee. But, oh, but it was the wrong company, too. I wasn't even on a carnival, but yeah. Um, welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Thursday, January 26, 2023. Uh, this is our one. Uh, Pamela Anderson was on Howard Stern. It was kind of a reunion. You know, they were pals. You know, Robin got real emotional at the end of the interview when they said goodbye. Did you hear the end of the interview, Lex? I did, yeah. Robin, Howard goes, the hell's wrong with you? Like, joking, <laughs> kind of like, what's it? Because Robin got teary. And, and you yeah, know. she was seeing her. It's been yeah, a while. They were real pals, like off the air. They went to wild parties. And, and so this was kind of a reunion of sorts. If you don't know, um, Pamela is promoting her book. Um, that is out, and she has a Netflix documentary. Any take, Alex? That her son was involved in. Yeah. I didn't realize that he really, I don't know if he's credited as the director, but he's really heavily involved in um, putting it together. So I'm actually really looking forward to seeing that. Me too. Um, My major takeaway is that the book itself, she wrote herself. There's no ghostwriter. I didn't realize that she was such a journaler, 
you know, expressed herself through her writing and that a lot of the publishers were really impressed by her writing. Um, so I thought that was really cool. She also voices her, her book if you choose to listen to it. Um, I feel like she's in a really good place right now. Yeah. Uh, she's it- single and she's like, I'm taking a break. <laughs> um, but the other interesting thing that I thought, which I think happens a lot, if you don't maybe, you know, talk through like the, the trauma of your childhood uh, or, you know, as a young adult and, and into the Playboy years and things that happened to her, um, that when she sat down to write it, she actually had a physical reaction. She gained like 30 pounds. Yeah. And then right when she was done writing it, she lost it all again. Yeah. So there was. A, she was like, I'm a vegan. She goes, I, I eat real healthy. And yeah. she goes, I don't know how I put this weight on. Yeah. She called it like a puffy suit of armor. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was such an interesting way to put it. And, you know, just having go, go, you know, to feel all your feels instead of just like continuing to like sweep them under the rug or ignore that they're happening. Uh, it's quite a journey. It's inspiring, actually. I, I really, you know, as you, we always say, you hear a stern interview and you like them more, but I absolutely I'm really curious to read and to watch this documentary. How about you, Jace? Well, and as I always say, you and I have been together a hundred years, so I can read your mind sometimes. The clip that I have queued up oh. is Pamela talking about the fact that she wanted to write uh, oh. her memoir by herself. Wonderful. And the pushback that she got because people underestimated her. Here mm-hmm. she is. I've always been a writer. I've always known I could write a book. The fact that I wrote a book without any help, without any collaborator, without any ghostwriter. Was your publisher shocked that uh, you were able to write the book on your own? Was, oh, they this was a massive, oh, this was a massive battle. This was a ma- like My book agent that I was introduced to, he sat down with me at the Beverly Hills Hotel and he goes, now you're going to write a book. You're going to need some help. Let's put a little proposal together and, you know, we'll help you all along the way. And in my, you know, fires shooting out of my ears, I'm like, yes, okay, let me just give it a shot. And then I just started writing my first memory to my last and it became this kind of 60 page poem. And I showed it to him and he goes, okay, well, we'll work on this and we'll maybe show it. And he goes, he called me back and he said, I've showed this to other people. And I think we might actually use this proposal to show publishers. And I said, okay. Yeah. Then I met publishers and they said, okay, well, we're going to think about a ghostwriter and a collaborator and. And then one lady was like, I really like your writing style. And I said, I'm only doing this if I can write it myself. And she did. And she did. And Howard kind of asked her after she finished talking about that, do people often underestimate her? He didn't phrase it quite like that. And she was, yeah. You know, or, oh, no. Remember, oh, Lex, he said, do people talk to you in a condescending way? And she goes, yeah. Mm. You know, because of her sex uh, symbol status. Oh, yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with names or... They talk to her in like a baby voice. Now, see, we're going to do this. Mm. We'll just put a Um, little transcript together and, you know, just, yeah, it's very condescending. Yeah. Uh, My, one of my takeaways was when she was talking about uh, the sex tape and, and Tommy and how, and, and this is more, this is a little visual, but just trust me when I say her whole face kind of changed. Like she got very sad and almost not angry, but. You could tell that even decades later, the release of the Pam and Tommy sex tape is something she's mad. She's upset. I mean, it's something that she did not like. She I think she's still angry about to this day. And here she is talking about that and the fact that she didn't know about that awful Pam and Tommy show until it was already made. Uh, Here's a little bit of that exchange. What you say about in the documentary and in the book, you're you're 100 percent right. It was great for Tommy this tape because he's a rock star he's the drummer in motley crew for me it really did undermine your career it, it did it did sort of change the 
the perception of who Pamela Anderson was. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it wasn't a, a positive thing. It was. It definitely took its took its toll on the relationship. It took its toll on um, my career, and people are still capitalizing off that. That was 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 the shocking part. I remember seeing this Pam and Tommy thing on Hulu or some advertisement for it, and I thought, "What the hell is this?" No one called me. No one asked Nobody me. Nobody calls alive. you. When no, I said like they're doing done. it. No, no, nothing to do with me. I saw you say that in the Netflix uh, special that you won't look at it, and I don't blame you. I wouldn't look at yeah. it either. Did, did, do you ever try to contact? Uh, I know Seth Rogen was one of the producers. He's a, a, a very reasonable guy. Did you ever you think say so? Yeah, no, no, I never I, tried to reach out. No, I felt like I just felt kind of run over with that one. Pamela Anderson on Howard Stern yesterday. Oh, you know, that also reminds me of the other thing that she talked about that was really surprising is that, uh, and because she didn't have representation. I know what you're going to say. That she gets no money from yep. her image, from Baywatch. What was it, $1,000 like a, a year, Lex? Yeah, something <laughs> yeah. like $1,000 oh. a year. It's because, really it wasn't tragic. because it wasn't negotiated for her yep. at the time nope. in the 90s? It was not negotiated. She did not. Huh. Well, this is before Friends. This is mm-hmm. before, you know, um, yeah, agents would, or they'd come together and, um, you know, fight Lex, together. Lex, what was it? Didn't, didn't she say that Playboy, she, she ran everything through Playboy, Holly. Yeah, so that's the only all way they could of get her hold of and Holly And Howard was even like, huh. why would you do that? Like, uh, Playboy would negotiate for you? Wow. She had to run everything through Playboy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm she, hoping with these projects, she's getting all the money. Me too. Wow. Me too. Okay. Fascinated to read the memoir and watch the documentary for sure. Yeah. It's, it, again, Lex said it a few minutes ago. We say it every time. Uh, Howard, we love you. Uh, yeah. We walk away from every interview of yours liking the subject, even, even Catherine more. Heigl. Yeah. Oh, um, nice. That's true. <laughs> Now I actually like her a lot. Uh, that's going to do it for hour one. Hour two is a coming up next. Uh, it was Britney Spears. Holly knows when we come back. Hey.